This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer We're gonna check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I am very excited to have Two lovely blonde ladies in the studio with me We have Real Housewife of New Jersey, Margaret Josephs and Lexi Barbudo. Hello. Hi, Dylan. I'm so excited to be back here in the studio with you. I'm so excited to have both of you here today. It's so fun to have a little, you know, three-way gab sesh. We can talk about everything, get into it. And right now I'm sipping on your new non-alcoholic sparkling mocktail soiree. Oh, I know. How do you like it? I want the honest. I really like it. Okay. I'm drinking the cocoa colada right now, which is pineapple, coconut, ginger, and lemongrass. And I was just saying, we're recording this at 1030 on a Tuesday. Morning. <laughs> yes, yes. And I was like, thank God it's not alcoholic. So I don't have to be like, I'm loving this drink right now. <laughs> I know, I know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want you to have an alcoholic beverage early in the morning. But people could spike it as well. Yeah. If they don't. Want yes, it. we like to give people the option to drink at whatever time they feel necessary. So <laughs> sip or spike, soiree your way. <laughs> yes. And you know, I had we had to create this because I don't drink. Even though I'm on a show with people who do drink, I need something to drink, you know. Yeah. To enjoy myself and feel part of the party. I'm, I'm sick of drinking iced tea all the time. <laughs> so I want to start with the two of you before we get into stuff that's happening this season on New Jersey. I want to talk about like the background story of how you two met and started working together. Take me back to the beginning. I, I'm going to let Lexi start it. I mean, this is my most successful relationship. Marge has outlasted a husband at this point. We are very bonded for life. We met over 15 years ago now. I was new, brand new to the city, just arrived in New York, and my aunt worked with Margaret's best friend's brother, very convoluted. But if you remember Polly from Oklahoma, Mm -hmm. who um, has that fabulous ranch where the girls took their trip. Fabulous, depending on who you ask. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, what you didn't see was Jennifer washing her boots in Polly's kitchen sink. We'll leave that for later. But uh, Polly's fabulous ranch with the amazing sunset. So Polly has an amazing company. Margaret and Polly worked together at all the trade shows with Macbeth Collection then. I was introduced to Margaret by the brother, and I met her and fell in love. She is the same girl she is now. Cute little blonde pigtails, lashes, boobs spilling out over the top. And mm-hmm. she said, hey, you want to work for me? And I said, sure. Yes, they said to me, oh, you have uh, you have to meet this lovely woman, Lexi. She's the blonde. And I was like, okay, she's the blonder, taller, thinner, younger version of me, British version <laughs> of me. She's, she's great. I love her. We needed someone in the company. And she was looking to move to the United States. And I said, this is just perfect. We fell in love. I was still married to my uh, ex-husband, Jan. And it, it was just great. It was perfect synergy. We've been together 15 years. I could not have my company. I couldn't have my life. Lexi does everything. She's the brains behind it all. And we've been very, very blessed ever since. Joe gave her away at her wedding. I was in the delivery room when she gave birth. Now that she's 
getting divorced, even though it's very amicable. She's living in our guest house with Nino. We're we're family. At mm-hmm. this point, we are she's my sister. We're both only children and we're meant to be together for life. That's I love that. And I feel like also when you start doing a show like Housewives, it's important to have people that are kind of, you know, ride or dies that can kind of help you through the ups and the downs who like are there enough to get it, but not so not necessarily on the show in that way. Yeah, I think it's hard when you're on a show like this because it is your reality, but a lot of people forget that it's actual real life behind the reality. So it is nice to be there to support through all the things that you need to hold hands, to say, hey, this isn't such a big deal, or you know what, this is a big deal. You better handle this. It's good to be there to help through all that. Mm-hmm. And also good that I'm not front lines because some of those girls would get a real shakedown if it was up to me. Like for real. Yes, Lexi lends a good perspective because some things could get blown out of proportion that really aren't that hysterical. So I need her as the sounding board and she's very rational. I like the idea that it goes both ways, that some things get blown out of proportion when they're not that important. And then there are other situations where it's like, no, she can't say that to you. Like, Mm -hmm. stand your ground. Like, you got to you got to deal with this. Yes, and I think that's that's the important thing of having somebody who's rational, who's who's on the show with me, but not full time with me. Because listen, I could call Melissa, I could call Dolores, I could call Jackie, I could call my other friends on the show, but they're they're living it firsthand also, so they they get hysterical as much as I can. I like to think I'm pretty rational and I can move past things, but you have other people who are with you who are like riling you up. I Lexi is a great sounding board for that. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. I think some other wives call Lexi as well. People yes. like to have Lexi in the room. People <laughs> will call us and be like, oh, is Lexi there? What does she think? From other franchises also. Yes, we have other franchises. We have other housewives on other franchises <laughs> who call as well. Who are you? Who, who do you chat with the most from other franchises? Well, obviously, we chat with Dorinda a lot. Yes, um, we always, yes, Dorinda's a big chatter. We, yes, Ramona. Ramona. Well, these are housewives who are just, you know, legacy housewives, I'll call them. <laughs> uh, you got to get on a girl's trip with some of these, some of these ladies. Yes, I think that that will definitely hopefully be coming. Okay. I hope, hopefully. I mean, if, I feel like if you were to put together a short-ish list, there's no way Marge is not on the list. Yeah, well, I would hope. I would hope so. I think I bring some good TV and uh, lots of fun. Maybe for the best that you weren't in Morocco, though. You know, it's very funny. Best that I was not in Morocco. Maybe things. Not saying they would have gone differently, but I think maybe I don't know. Uh, I think Caroline could have used a good Jersey girl there with her. Right? Oh my god, I feel so bad. I do that too. whole situation. I mean, and I was jealous when everyone was going to Morocco because I feel like with my outfits, I'm very Marrakesh. Oh, yeah. Me, caftan central. A caftan, caftan like a, a flowy scarf. pant. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's very me. <laughs> what did you think seeing that Teresa and Jacqueline were just together for a five-hour lunch? Do you know Jacqueline really at all? You know, it's funny. Jacqueline has written to me over the years. She wrote to me the other day, very, you know, nice, wishing me a good season. We've always been on the fringe ever since I got on the show. I guess time heals all wounds. I get uh, Teresa wants to make up with people. Good for her. I wish she would be making up with pe- people who are in her everyday life as well. Yeah. It's tough with Jersey. The last few, I mean, really, since you've been on the show, it's been such a, you know, two teams divided down the middle. And I, I know that you are somebody, and I think Dolores is kind of the other person in the cast who really like 
can get along with anyone on a good day, really tries the best sometimes, but it's just, it it must be difficult kind of going into that year after year. Yes, I think it's become very, everything has become very team-like, which is upsetting. My first year, I didn't think it wasn't very team-like. Yeah. My first year wasn't very team-like. When Jennifer and Jackie came on, something, and they're great. I mean, listen, we've had amazing seasons and our, our viewership is only growing, but it, all of a sudden, things started to divide. I don't know what happened. I, I really don't know how this has happened. And this and these family rifts have come up again, which is very disappointing because I'd like to have more fun, light moments. We have grudge holders on this show, which is ridiculous. I try and always say, what is this nonsense with the grudge holding? We're, mm-hmm. we're not grudge holders. No, I mean, I literally could get over anything. I mean, Teresa told someone to pull my hair. She apologized. I felt it was heartfelt. I got over it. And now we have a new Danielle in Jersey. Yes, we have a new Danielle in New Jersey. (laughs) You know, via Staten Island and a bridge, but it's fine. (laughs) Look, Danielle Cabral was sitting in that chair a couple weeks ago. She's a firecracker. She is a little Mm -hmm. firecracker. I get, even though I think we have some issues together on the show, I find her entertaining. I'm not going to say I don't find her entertaining. I think it seems from watching, I've seen three episodes now, I, you guys have a great new set of girls in the cast. Like it, it really Amazing. seems like they finally kind of cracked the code a little bit after the last couple seasons with new people. Yes, I think it's some. I think people are intimidated to come on New Jersey. I think it's hard for us to get some women because they watch us on TV and they're like, "Holy crap! How am I coming into this this girl group gang?" basically (laughs) right do you agree Lex yeah I think it is hard because you guys have such chemistry you've been so tight for so long and like you say there are kind of lines drawn so I think it is intimidating to come into that Yeah, and I think we have I mean everybody's great Rachel Fuda I love her Danielle fits in seamlessly and Jen Fessler I mean Mm -hmm. come on she came on look at the way she said she's well, I was going to ask you specifically because you're in that position where, you know, you've been around the group a lot. Obviously, you have your own thoughts and opinions on different situations. How do you feel like it's important to navigate? Like, when do I say something? When do I kind of hang back? Because I know like some people were sort of coming for Jen Fessler for how she spoke up at de- at the mozzarella part. Like it just I think it's tricky to know kind of like to know your place almost sometimes. I think you have to go with your gut instinct. And honestly, Jen Fessler would speak up in any crowd of people if she felt like it was worth speaking up. So you really have to go with your gut instinct. And that's something I've experienced too, because, you know, people on social media love to say you're the thirstiest girl on TV. You want to be a housewife. I'm like, actually, no, I just showed up to where I show up every day with my best friend to do what we do every day. But it's hard because there's times when like, I'll see a scene in action and I'll wander on over there and be like, don't you dare say that to my friend. You make me sick. Get away. You know, but it's also there's sometimes that you just have to step back and say, you know what? You could handle it yourself. It's okay. We'll pick up the pieces. We'll figure out. But I think the thing that is hard on Jersey also is there's authentic makeups that then you find it inauthentic afterwards. Yes. And that's what makes Jersey. Mm. The grudges seem to be squashed. And then, you know, it's like grudge amnesia. They're squashed. They forget there was a grudge. They wake up the next morning and suddenly it's there again. Yeah, I don't, I, that is not something I do ever in my, any relationship. If I make up with somebody, it's, it's put to bed and I have some cast members who are not that. Yeah. The situation with your, I, I think we, we call her ex-best friend a few times, Laura. That really seems to be this kind of thing that has happened off screen I wa- before filming before before last reunion I okay. want to point that out so when I 
I, you know, we've been called out for this a little, which is bizarre. It happened last February 27th, 2022. Text messages to prove it when I called everybody out. We it's sp- almost the one year anniversary. Yes, wow. I spoke about it. Jennifer brought it up at last reunion, like in between commercial, but you know, to Melissa, Melissa and Jennifer spoke. So when they were bringing it up on camera again, and I, and I had mentioned it to them, when I was telling the new, you know, the newbies, well, they met with my friend. I was just filling everybody in. This is coming to camera, basically, again. Mm. So they were very inauthentic. They they wanted to drag this out onto the next season months later, and that that was my point. I was like, all right, this this is what you're doing. You're you're acting out this whole thing, even though we've all discussed it, and you know we know. Right. I it there is kind of always that like unspoken layer a little bit of there's what's happening. And then there's the question of what's going to come onto, you know, onto the show this season. How much are we going to talk about? How much is going to be said on camera? And I think it's, it's tough when a situation that has happened months in the past is sort of bubbling up again. Cause you're like, okay, I'm not going to pretend that I don't know what's happening here. Yes. And that's really what it was. That's, you know, we spoke about it. It was put to bed and then they acted like it never happened before. So I was like, all right, this is the game we're going to play. Okay, game on. (laughs) Right, like you've been around the block enough to not be like, you want to talk about this, really? Yeah, exactly. I was like, okay, so I was just going to deal with it head on. I wasn't upset. I mean, Jennifer's, I feel like her tagline's in about me. Oh, pay, you know, payback's a bitch, start barking. Okay, the only only people are going to be barking is you. I mean, I think people, there's going to be some real... um, shocking things that come out later. I mean, everyone's talking, oh, guys, wait till you see, wait till you see. Well, everybody, wait till you see the season finale. It's kind of funny. It's not funny because everyone's like, we got you. And me and Melissa are like, no, we got you. Wow. Well, I think it seems like you and Bill agree on more more things than you and Jennifer. I love Bill. I think Bill is very rational, um, can self-reflective like myself, and we see things. We've been in the business world and haven't been locked in the Rapunzel castle. <laughs> yeah, self self-reflective. <laughs> <laughs> in the the Caesar's Palace of Paramus, yes, if you will. Yes, I like that. Danielle even called it that. That's. I mean, listen, she she said the same thing. Calls it like she sees it. I I mean, self-reflective is a a buzzword at the moment. Yes. Jennifer really thinks she's self-reflective. I mean, maybe in a mirror. Yeah. I I mean, look, (laughs) I think everybody has their unique special qualities. Not even to say anything negative about Jennifer. I just don't think she's very self-reflective. No, she's not. And, uh, you know, she could take that as an insult or whatever it is. She's she's not self-reflective. You have to be able to look at your own behaviors. If you can't look at your own behaviors... Uh, that's, you know, to me, that's a, that's a problem. Mm. Well, I think it's to- a big problem when you're able to watch your own behaviors play out on television. So you could play the tape back anytime. If you're not self-reflective after you play back the tape, then that really is a problem. Right. If you, you've, you filmed it, you've talked about it in the confessional chair, you've seen it on TV, you've read everyone's tweets. <laughs> it's yes. like, okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, comprehension. I think that's what was kind of watching her issues with Dolores play out, it is a little bit like Dolores. No one in the world would say Dolores is not a good friend. Dolores is such a good friend. She's good friends to everybody. Dolores is like a saint. She's too good of a friend. I always say that to her. I was like, Dolores, you're too good of a friend. She really is. She's, she's good to everybody. Mm -hmm. And and sometimes I get upset. I'm like, why are you so good to everybody? Well, you know, and then then I get, and she goes, Marge, that's just the way I am. Right. 
And it's, yeah, it's tough when you're on a show where everything is kind of feels like you're, you know, keeping score of who's doing what and who's being, you know, more in your corner than somebody else. And it's like, that's just not, it's not the way life works a lot of the time. No, it's not. I I don't think people should be keeping scorecards of you did this for this one or you, you didn't stick up for me here. I think we're all grown adults. No one wants to really hurt anybody. If I say something to someone, I don't want to ruin someone's life. Even when I brought up the Jennifer, you know, I didn't want to talk about last year, that whole situation. I was just trying to show her is just like, your backyard's not the cleanest. Mm. Why are you always trying to dig in everyone else's backyard? And and she had diminished my sexual harassment. And that's really, that's really what it was. And that'll that'll come out. She just, she can't see her part in anything. Mm-hmm. And then with, with Teresa, it's a little bit of a different situation because on the premiere episode, you and her specifically had this sit down moment yes. where, you know, bygones are bygones, we're moving mm-hmm. forward. And then, you know, it, it seems like her bringing up this Lara situation on camera, it's kind of like, you know, the amnesia. <laughs> yeah, the, well, she, the, the amnesia, well, she said that I didn't ask her about it, right? The second episode, she said I didn't ask her about it, but we'll see that I did. Yeah. I confronted mm-hmm. her about it. <sighs> it, do, it doesn't end, Dylan. It doesn't end. It I doesn't. Mean, There's one thing I have is a good memory. It's my lack of drinking. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I think that probably really comes into play certain times when people are, you know, we see people having a few too many and can't remember what they said. It makes a difference if you are really sharp the whole time you're there. Yes, for sure. I think it does. Whatever substance you are taking, I, you know, there's certain things I learned the other day. Marijuana is a negative connotation. I must say cannabis. I learned that. I was on a different podcast. Okay. Uh, and mm-hmm. and uh, so cannabis. But whatever you're doing in excess could affect your brain cells. Mm. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I guess with Jackie this season, she's in this new role as a friend of. How did you feel being close with her, obviously, and watching her kind of have to navigate that different situation 
Jackie's full and center. She came on every trip with us. She was at, at every, you know, every group event. But I think it was good for her because she was working on her book, mm-hmm. which I'm so excited to read. And I think she needed to take a step back for her health yeah, a- and just feel good. So it's not like we still didn't speak every day. To me, she was part of my everyday life. So I didn't feel any different towards her. I think she was just part of everything as much as she normally is. As mm-hmm. long as she was at all the events with us and, and she's part of my life and I invited everything, It's I think it was fine. Yeah, I think seeing the, in the second episode how Danielle didn't invite her to the mozzarella party, it, it that was kind of a moment as a viewer where it's like, oh, okay. So it, like, it feels a little different. Obviously, yes. we're not getting scenes so much with her like at home and her family and kids and stuff. But I mean, overall, I think it's just kind of she's she is really friends with you guys so when you're when it's on your terms you're not going to feel that difference exactly i don't feel a difference she wasn't at the you know so she wasn't at the mozzarella party so danielle's not her good friend who cares like we're good friends with her (laughs) you yeah you can't be like close with everyone yeah everybody's not going to be your best friend do you feel like when you you've been on the show you know long enough now you've seen a decent number of new people come through the door? Do you feel like you have to give everyone kind of an equal chance, or is it just okay that you're like, eh, I like this one more? I get you know I give everybody an equal chance. I love to be around new people, fun people. I think everybody doesn't give me an equal chance. Mm. I think people come in with preconceived notions based on what other people put in their ear. So I think that's what's interesting. And I thought, but I give everybody an equal chance, but they yeah. showed their colors very quickly. Yeah. Which th- is sad. I think that the team mentality kind of makes that harder because it's like, if it's, you know, if Danielle comes on the show through a theoretical connection with Teresa, then there's kind of that immediate connotation that it's like, uh, well, you probably should steer clear of these ones. But, which is which is ridiculous. Right. Which is absolutely that's not the way grown adults act. Do yeah. You, I mean, do we have teams in real life? <laughs> like that's this is real life. So that's what team. Oh, you can't be friends with this one. Don't call this one. Don't do, I mean that's ridiculous. We're not in high school. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like this season right? very much? Do you feel like this season had any kind of different energy going into it? Because I know at the end of last season, around the reunion, Melissa had kind of said that she was basically done trying with Teresa and that she was, you know, fine to just move on and have it be what it was. Obviously, this season doesn't quite go that way. There's a lot more events that unfold. Did you feel like it was kind of a a turning point? I felt I was surprised. I left last reunion with Teresa myself where I was like, I'm never talking to her again because I thought it was very vile, even though Louie and I had made up. And he had agreed I did nothing wrong, you know, all those things. She came out of the gate that she was in therapy. She wanted to make up with me. So I thought that was very good. So I thought that was a turning point. So I thought there was going to be a turning point for her, Melissa, and Joe as well. And and you do see ebbs and flows there. And I think Melissa thought that it was going to be better. But then things unfolded in a very bad way. Yeah. It, I mean, it's kind of exactly what you were talking about, even just on this 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 one episode that uh, at the at Danielle's event it was kind of like okay kiss and make up I don't have to be a bridesmaid that's fine we, but you know whatever we we love each other and then you know <laughs> forty eight hours later yes. it's like Louis and Gia talking shit about <laughs> Melissa in the living room so I mean it's I don't know I, I thought that was very upsetting I think what's very telling is Melissa and Joe sent their kids out of the room. To have mm. a family conversation when you see it on the episode. And then 
they're talking with the children and about I, that's upsetting. Yeah, I, I, I think it's all it's on Housewives. It's tough because there's the idea that kids are off limits. You know, when should the family be included? When should they not? Obviously, you know, Gia's like 21. She's not a, a, a literal no, child. No, no. But in the in the family context, it's still mm -hmm. the kids. And so it's it, it is kind of that question of like where I don't, I don't know. It's um, I don't talk negative. I never spoke negatively about my ex-husband in front of my children. I don't speak negatively about because then it turns the fam. The cousins should stay close mm. regardless to be. I don't like to drag the kids into the family drama. Yeah. In general, mm -hmm. I, you know, regardless of them, just as as a whole. Well, I think it's very hard when you drag kids into it, for them to then go backwards. Like, yes, you know, things are said that can never be unsaid. So in a real family at home, like you really wouldn't want your kids to be involved in that discussion. So when it's amplified on television and a ton more people then weighing in and these young yes. girls are all on social media, I just think that's a really hard position to put them in. Yes. Like no one's weighing in yeah. on, on, like, God forbid, like, you know, if your parents had a fight with their in-law, you know, we're having wedding drama or something else. The world is not weighing in. And that influences young people a lot more than it would, you know, a seasoned adult. I think the social media part is a good point, too. Yes, because Lexi. So see how smart she is? <laughs> I bring the perspective. Because first of all, that didn't exist, you know, however many years ago. But also when the kids are younger, you know, when your kids are, you know, five or six, they're not on Twitter. They're not on Instagram. They're not on TikTok seeing people posting about this, commenting about this, you know, having lots of opinions and, you know, maybe not the most nuanced opinions about these situations. But now it's like, I mean, Antonia's on TikTok, Melania, you know, they're all, everybody has the social media. And so it's, it's tough because your show creates such, you know, strong opinions online. And Polarizing. No Polar. I mean, and you could find people who have watched the exact same episode and could not have more different viewpoints uh, and you're telling me. are like, <laughs> you know, riding hard for whatever side they're on. And, you know, it, it feels like definitely something that could be kind of toxic if you're living through that and it's about your parents or your aunt or your, you know. Yeah, that's that's why I'm saying it's just I that's the only part. That really upset me about this episode. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, speaking of social media, we have uh, Joe Gorga running into Joe Judice yes, in yes, the Bahamas. Yes, and yes. Has, he commented on that. It's, it's, it's tricky. Exactly. Again, everybody in social media weighing in. I know that they ran into them. They were actually very happy they ran into him. It wasn't a setup. They were staying at their hotel. Joe Judice, adorable, happy he's in the Bahamas, living his best life. Melissa and Joe's friend was like, oh, my God, they were with them. He's like, let me catch this momentous thing on my iPhone. It was it was adorable. I, yeah. And they sent it to Joe <laughs> Judice. There was pictures. They stayed at the bar with him. I know because they told me when I watched, saw that video, I was like a little teary eyed because it's years of history. Right. Yeah, I felt the same way. I'm like, I don't. I mean, of course, there's always a choice that goes into what am I posting? What am I documenting? Yes. You know, okay, you can, you have your opinions about, you know, sharing more or less. But I, I thought it was sweet. I don't know. It was it was very sweet. They've be been through so much together, whether or not you like one or the other more. It's you know? good and bad. They've had good and bad moments. But guess what? 
Those memories they've shared with their parents, no one else has those memories. Mm -hmm. The memories they've had with their little kids and their childhood, no one has those memories but them. So of course, when they see each other, all those things come flooding back. So it was a sweet moment to make anything else of it. I, I just, I felt sad about it. Again, a, a, sad, a sad moment and a sad commentary that everybody feels, you know, everybody weighs in. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that Joe is down there living his best life. Me too. He I'm, go great, I'm going you know? to the, Lexi, Joe and I are going to the Bahamas yeah. this weekend with friends. I mean, I wonder if I'm going to run into him. <laughs> but I've never met him in person, only on FaceTime. You've never met Joe Judice in person? He was, he was oh, away he when was, I got on the show. Yes, and then he and had then, to... Uh, yes, so I've only seen him on FaceTime. That, for some reason, feels so wild that you've never met him. Yeah, do you believe I've never met him in person, <laughs> only on FaceTime? If I do run into him, I will not be posting a video. <laughs> I, I'm going to make you now. I'm going to be that friend with the I, iPhone. I can just picture the you know the post now that are like Margaret is the the slimiest, is most scheming, conniving <laughs> yes, person. Me, scheming, no, it she will went, not be happening. She went to the Bahamas just so she could take this photo. Yes, exactly. <laughs> It, no, it's funny. I've seen like I'll be on social media and it'll just pop up that some like random 22 year old girls were at a bar in the Bahamas and like took photos with Joe Judice. I'm like, yeah, live your. It's like Disney World. Exactly. He could do like live cameo events in the Bahamas. He like, could. Literally he could. just set people, up a little podium. People love him. <laughs> they really. I mean, we when you think about Housewives of New Jersey or any show that's been on this long, it's like we've we've been through it with all of these people and like you know joe and Teresa back to the very beginning it's it's true he you could say what you want about him he's been up he's been down he he's he's iconic he loves he loves his daughters mm -hmm. regardless of everything that's happened he's a good father mm -hmm. and there is something cute about him i can't help it he has a sweet warm smile he <laughs> does he's he has a sweet warm loving smile yeah we are getting more into Teresa and Louie wedding territory as this season goes on. You were at the wedding. Yes. What was that wedding like? I, I have to say it was it was beautiful. It was it was a very beautiful wedding. I I walked in the door. I felt emotional. Of course I'm gonna feel emotional. It was it was bittersweet. I was happy to be there to celebrate them, though she said recently she doesn't know why I attended. Why I attended is because I wanted to celebrate them. They were happy to get married. Did I feel badly that Melissa and Joe weren't there? Of course, they're my best friends. They mm -hmm. are. You, we see them all the time. That's why I went there. I celebrated them getting married. I stayed for a period of time. And did I did I sneak out early? Yes, because I felt I didn't feel comfortable just dancing the night away. Yeah. There, there's nothing wrong with that. It's complicated. It's complicated. Relationships are complicated. So I was there to really celebrate them. I think I think sometimes maybe with people on the show, but definitely with social media and people watching, people don't like to acknowledge how complicated some of this stuff is. And it's like you have you've known Teresa for a long time, too. You guys have such a layered Yes. Back and forth. I mean, it's not as simple as just like, I like this one more than that one, yes. you know. And and the, and the truth is, she has done horrible things to me. She still met with my friend behind my back, brought it to the show, did did things to Melissa and Joe. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put that aside because I'm not going to make it about me. I'm not going to make it about Melissa and Joe. I'm still happy that she's really in love and found the guy she loves. I'm going to celebrate this day because it's not about the show for me. At that moment, it was, right, Lexi? I said that. Absolutely. I was like, this is, I'm not going to make this about me. I'm not going to make it about the show. She's really in love. She is happy. I, Joe and I felt happy for her that day. We went, we celebrated her. I gave her a gift. 
And then we stayed for a little while and I left. And mm-hmm. that was it. There was nothing more to it than that. Anybody who's making it more than that is an asshole. Yeah. Oh, you came home and you said when she walked out down the aisle. To like, Ave Maria. You would, but you cried. It was I did. so I did emotional cry. and such I a did. beautiful moment. It mm-hmm. was emotional. I mean, as she got closer, I thought doves were going to fly out of her hair. But besides. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, but honestly, looked- the, the hair the first time I saw it was so shocking. But every time now, now that I it. see it, I'm like, it works. It works. Yeah. Listen, she still, she looked beautiful. I stood next to her. I mean, her face looked flawless. She's to me. She's iconic looking. She's very pretty. Mm-hmm. She made everything I've ever said to this girl. She t- she wounds up saying it in. So I was like, "Don't fix your nose. You're iconic looking. You're beautiful. Everything I say, people twist. It's fucking ridiculous." Oh, am I allowed to curse? On yeah. here? I'm yeah. so sorry. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's always funny how how far we can make it into an episode before somebody asks if they're allowed to curse. Yeah, I know. I'm like, God, you know, watch what happens live. Don't ever curse. I mean, no. I know never to curse yeah. on there. Yeah. Oh, don't curse Oof. on watch. And, and you don't want to be on Andy's bad side. Never. Mm-mm. That's like I an, feel like I don't really get on there. I know how to behave. Yeah. I mean, I feel like most, maybe not most, a lot of housewives know how to know how to their way around Andy. Mo- most of them, I'd say 99%. Because <laughs> you can tell like Andy Cohen, I like you've spent more time with Andy than I have, but I can gather that he is somebody where if he if he's not really a fan of yours, you can you can feel it. Oh, you can absolutely. Everybody can feel it's it. Fun. It's not. It's not a good no. feeling that your your daddy doesn't love you as much as he should. You know that, that you misbehave. Right. You're like you're cracking jokes, and he's like, okay. You know, if it, yeah. You you want to behave. <laughs> I I need to come to watch what happens live sometime when you're on. I want you to come when I'm on. I'm on March seventh. Okay. I'll I'll see what I can do with Jerry O'Connell. Ooh. I saw Jerry O'Connell at BravoCon, and I don't think he has ever had more fans in one place. Uh, Jerry O'Connell walking across the floor at BravoCon. It's like every middle-aged woman in there. It's like it's Jerry. I know Jerry O'Connell's amazing, so I'm very excited to be on with him. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. And we're gonna have a surprise bartender. We're not gonna say who. Okay, yeah, don't don't get in trouble on on. Never. <laughs> Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, 
Good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Have you talked to Jackie at all about like the book process? Like, did you chat with her about that? Did I? Yes, we spoke about it. And I give Jackie so much credit because obviously I had help doing my book. And I'm not I, it's, I'm not saying it was because it wasn't a full ghostwriter. It was a collaboration with me. Because, um, but Jackie really did everything herself. She's a beautiful writer. Mm. And it was a labor of love for her. And I give her, I can't wait to read it. I'm yeah. so proud of her. And I know it was very emotional for her and therapeutic and such a journey. Yeah. And, I think it really, that's another reason I think it was good that she took a, it was a step back. Yeah. I love your book, by the way. Oh, I've read thank, it. Oh, thank talked. you, yeah. Dylan. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. Listen, and I was very honest and upfront and yeah. tried to do it with a sense of humor. And there was painful things in there. Yeah, I think that's, I, I actually just recently talked to Heather Gay about, because her book came out and that it's like, it's important to to get into the details of, you know, why why your story is kind of worth telling and yes. worth people reading about but then also like have a little fun with it yes i have to read bad mormon she sent it to me and i and i it's have good. to read it i enjoyed I, I'm, it i'm totally reading i'm going i'll take it to the bahamas this weekend <laughs> this bahamas trip we're not Ooh! gonna we're Ooh! not gonna hear a peep about it but it's gonna be fun i'm sure yes yes i'm not gonna be able to post if i see anybody i know don't Acknowledge me if you, if you if you have anything to do with housewives. Yes, don't come over with an iPhone. Film anything we do. Yes, <laughs> we'll just everybody will just know that you're being thirsty in the box. Yes, exactly. I mean, Margaret's thirsty. This people tell me you're too old to post that much. I mean, you should hear the comments I get. Oh. And I mean, the people tell me I'm too old to post. You should see what they look like. <laughs> That's always the irony, right? That like right. people are like, you look disgusting. You look this, you look that. And it's like, really? Like, take a look at the profile pic going on here. Like, have some self-reflection. Again, buzzword. It's either that or it's people that just have like no online presence at all. They're either a bot or they're just like a ghost. It's I know, like, I know. Okay, you can call me a hag if you want. <laughs> I know, I crack up. I'd like to answer them with humor. <laughs> you do a good job. You tempt people like that. It's very fun. I'm like, leave it alone. Don't, don't, don't. She's like, watch me. I know. Well, it's I feel okay. like the two of you both seem to have a really great attitude about things and kind of letting the right things roll off your back and just keeping it moving. You always have stuff that you're working on. It's, you know, you've got you've got better things to worry about. Uh, that's the attitude I always take. Listen, has there been some very hurtful moments this this last two years, especially with like, you know, people that you think are super close betraying you? Um that kind of stuff really hurts. But yeah, I'm always like, there's so many great things. Like we wake up in the morning, we're happy every day. We truly both believe we have like lucky girl syndrome. We're like very positive and there is so much good stuff happening. So I'm just like, don't get bugged down in the nonsense. Let's yes. just keep running. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, it, we're happy people. <laughs> we're we're happy, delusional, delusionally happy, and 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 lucky, and we have we have very blessed, good lives. I mean, I feel like if you want to stay on Housewives for more than a year or two and like not be a complete mess of a human, you gotta you gotta keep the positive going. Oh, absolutely! You have to have a, a real life. Out the the whole show can't be your life. Your life has to be on the show. Mm. The show can't be your life. I think some people could take that advice a little, a little bit to heart. Yes. For for all for all city all you know, franchises think, yeah for sure because I think that's there's this idea that it's like if you're not being real then you're you know 
you know, not doing the job or whatever, but it's like, there's, there's levels and layers to it of what you bring on the show, what you keep off the show. Yes, how absolutely. You, how you don't take it home with you in a way, you know, you, gotta, yeah, you can't take it home with you. You have to live your life. It can't be your whole life. My children aren't on the show. Everyone's like, Gary, horrible mother. They hate your guts. I shared a story with me. My first season, listen, I was separated from, mm-hmm. you know, two of my stepchildren. I, we have a total of six. Just, you know, between myself and Joe. I have a biological son. I never said I was separated from my biological son. People mm-hmm. like your kids hate you. I I see my biological son, you know, very frequently. He he does live in New York City now. He, he wasn't at the time because he was away at school. We're all very close. I have a very close family. I don't show that because my children are older. Mm-hmm. Everybody's reconnected. My ex-husband recently died. There's certain things I kept off the show because my, my family wants it that way. That do, and people assume things, but that's that's my family's choice. I, I, you can't reveal every single intimate detail about your life right. because otherwise you, you'll die, literally. Like it's because then you'll have not an ounce of privacy. Yeah, and I think also it's tough because if you're doing that because that's somebody else's wish to not be brought into it, then that's yes, important that you that honor is. that. I have and, to honor that. And also, I mean, we've there have been other people on other shows where it's like, oh, you brought on this person from your life just just to film with them. Or like, it's this, you know, like if it's kind of like you can't win a little bit because if you were dragging family members onto the show just to film a scene, then the same people would have the comments of like, she's just using her family yes. for camera time, which first of all, you don't need camera time no I can't you know I have to be authentic and my family chooses that to be very private they don't some they don't have social media they're just yeah. they're, they're more private people and I I chose this life they didn't cho- and I think I have enough cast of characters around me and my <laughs> and my oldest stepson Brett always film with me and he'll film right. again and he, he's he's fine being on camera but the rest of the kids aren't Look, you've yeah, you have enough going on. We, we've got Lexi. We've I've got, got Lexi, Marlene, Joe, Marlene, Marlene. Oh. Yeah, I have people coming and going left and right. Mar- we got saw Marlene last week because you know always a good time. Yeah, Marlene. Yes, she's always dancing around, like, <laughs> bossing me around. Oh yes. Yeah, Are we going to see Marge Senior much this? Yes, season? we're going to see more Marge Senior. There were so many other things going on. Yeah. Well, I didn't. We have Marge Senior around, but not as much as I normally do. Yeah, I feel like, and Marcy, you know that annoys me. Marcy loves the camera. Yeah. Oh, she does. She's a good time. She's I a saw, good time. I saw her at that Page Six event that we were all at yes. in December, and, and she's so lovely. She is. She's adorable. I the, love. And the, th- the three of you together, you know. Yes, three blondes, nice matching picture. haircuts. Oh yeah, we go for our <laughs> Botox together. We go for our haircuts together. I mean, we really are a trio. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, you got to you know keep it in the family. Yes, we do. Uh, this is. So fun. I'm so glad you guys were able to come join. Tell everyone about Soiree and where they can find it. Go ahead, Lex. Tell them about the Soiree. So, yeah. So, this is obviously our brand new mocktail that we launched in four fabulous flavors. There's something for everybody. Um, For the mocktail queen, Margaret Josephs. For the cocktail queens like Lexi Barbuto, you could sip it or spike it. And it's available on drinksoiree.com. And you can find us on Instagram at drinksoiree. Amazing. And watch Real Housewives of New Jersey, Tuesday nights on Bravo. Yes. A lot of a lot of season left to go. Oh, you know, it's heating <laughs> up already and we're only on episode three tonight. So you have a lot of season. You Definitely. might want to spike it for that. Yes. 
<laughs> You're like, I might need to start. Uh, <laughs> I might have to start spiking. Well, thank you so much for being Thanks. here. It's such a thank pleasure. You. Thanks, Dylan. Amazing. Thanks and thank you, us. everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.